Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. On. Saints, are you prepared today? We're going to talk about dealing with being tested by Satan or those that Satan sends to us as believers and saints. Set apart ones, ones that are a part of the body of Christ. Are you prepared to deal with Satan and his people, those that, yes, and sometimes those people are a part of the body of Christ, sure enough. So what I want us to do is I want us to look at, first of all, Matthew chapter 4 to show how Jesus showed us how to deal with the temptation or testing of Satan and the devil, or the devil. Remember, we use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus as we do our study. Are you prepared to deal with the testing that Satan is allowed to test us with? Let's go to Matthew 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, tested, of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. So you see, Jesus' testing was tremendous. At the maximum point of a human being being able to endure. Jesus was 100% human. He wasn't a god or divine or any of that stuff. He was human. Okay, In order for this test to, to work, for it to apply to us humans, he had to be human, 100%. We're not gods. And we're not divine, we're human. And he's teaching us something here. So understand that. So, now, he hasn't eaten for 40 days and 40 nights. If you and me didn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights, we would be dead, <laughs> let me tell you. But back in those days, they were stronger people. And verse 3 says, And when the tempter came... The tempter came, of course, to him. He said, If thou be the Son of God, command that the stones be made bread. So you notice, first of all, that he didn't say, If you're God, okay, 
because Jesus wasn't God, and Satan knew that. And, of course, that would be stupid for Satan to say to Jesus, if you're God, no, he said what he is, and that's the Son of God. But all angels are the Son of God. So being the Son of God is not a big deal. Jesus was the only begotten Son of God, which is the difference between him and the other sons of God. So Satan isn't talking to God. He's talking to Jesus, who is the Son of God, a human. He said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. So what is Satan going to, first of all, test Jesus on? His flesh. Okay? And right now, Jesus is starving. He hasn't eaten for 40 days and 40 nights. And for his human flesh, it would be crying out to him big time to want some food. So Satan comes and, and tests him. Okay, so if you're the son of God, make some bread to eat from these stones. First of all, this is the way Satan tests us. He goes after our flesh weaknesses. Second of all, are you prepared for that? You know, are you prepared? In Jesus' case, it's the flesh weakness of hunger. For us other people, the flesh weaknesses are different. It all depends on you. And Satan knows your weaknesses. And so, how does Jesus respond to Satan's test? Okay? Does he say, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't care about the flesh. I can overcome it. You know, with God's help, I can do all things. You know, (laughs) no, no. Jesus, Jesus doesn't say that. He goes into the Bible... And he speaks spiritually. He doesn't care about the flesh. And see, that's the problem. Saints today don't understand. Our mind should be focused, as Jesus' mind was focused, on spiritual things and not the flesh, as in hunger here. So, He said, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. So Jesus is saying, he brings the um, Bible into it, and he doesn't really address what Satan says to him. So Jesus is showing us, he's preparing us how to deal with someone like Satan or one of his people that come to talk to us. Satan can whisper in our ear. Satan can bring someone else to say something to us. And he's preparing us, you know, not to fall in the trap. Okay? So, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So this flesh body doesn't matter. I don't care if I get food to feed it. Okay, I'm interested in 
doing what God wants me to do and follow his word and what he wants me to do. That's what I'm concerned for. That's what Jesus is showing us. That's how we're supposed to be prepared. You're not supposed to let Satan take you off the path spiritually and start thinking about all this flesh stuff. Okay? And again, the next part, then the devil taketh him up into a holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone. So, this is another way that Satan will attack us and test us as believers. And that is, take the words in the Bible and change them, add to them, subtract from them, and he wants you to go along with it, or he wants you to fight him on it. You know, that'd be good too. Are you prepared if someone comes up to you and says something that is not the way the Bible says it? Are you prepared to do what Jesus is going to show us? Or are you just going to fight with the person and argue with them and say, the Bible doesn't say that? I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you from personal experience that I have fallen into this trap. Absolutely. And the devil has laughed his head off at me every time that I have fallen into the trap. See, he knows what and how to get us off the path. Jesus is showing us how to get prepared. Okay? So, Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So, instead of Jesus arguing with the devil, Jesus just pulled a true verse out of the Bible with the whole the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that's supposed to be leading you, by the way. You're not going to come up with this stuff by yourself. Don't worry about that stuff. The Holy Spirit is telling Jesus what it is that he needs to say, by the way. And so that's what we're being taught here. This is to be led by the Spirit of God. All right? And so Jesus takes the Bible and he shows the truth. Does he care if the devil believes him or not? No. Or a person that you're talking to, do you care if they believe you or not? No. You are to tell the truth. Okay? Are you prepared that way when talking to someone that's trying to change what the Bible says? Okay? And then, verse 8, again, the devil taketh him up to an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me now this time what the devil is doing is the devil is trying to get Jesus to break the commandments of God so first of all as a believer 
Are you prepared by knowing what the commandments are of God? Okay. And what they mean to you as a believer? So first of all, that's important. So you've got to be prepared. Know what the commandments are and know how they apply to you as a believer. What they did and applied to Israel is different than they applied to Christians. And understand that. So you're prepared for that. And so second, once you know what the commandments are, and once you know what God wants you to do, then when the devil comes up or has someone come up to you and tries to get you to break a commandment of God, something that you're not supposed to do as a believer, there's many things, okay? It's not just the Ten Commandments. We're talking about the things that Jesus told us to do, okay? So, if someone comes up to you and tries to get you to break one of them, testing you, you're being tested. God is allowing it. This is, the devil here is testing Jesus. And he's saying, I'm going to give you all these kingdoms. I'm going to give you this. I want you to worship me. Sam, what does Jesus say? Verse 10. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. So Jesus says what the truth is. Okay? This is the commandment, and I'm not going to talk to you no more. Okay? You understand? So if someone's trying to get you to break a commandment or something you're supposed to do as a Christian, then tell them the truth, and then don't bother with them. It's that simple. Okay? That's what Jesus is showing us. Are you prepared for that? I want us to take a look at Christians. The Bible has examples of Christians that didn't listen and were not prepared for the testing of Satan. Okay? And we're going to go to Acts chapter 5. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. So, they had something that they sold. And they kept some of it. And they brought some of it to the apostles. To do the works of the kingdom, by the way. They, they were putting all their money together to help everybody. But Peter said, Ananias, listen now. Why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and keep back part of the price of the land? So, you see, who's doing it? Satan. Satan's getting this believer, and this was a believer, to lie. Okay? Getting them to lie. Now, let's explain. You know, this is, this is if you just read that, you know, you could get, confused and think that God is a certain way and he's not. 
okay? So let's understand the lie, all right, and how Satan deceives us, okay? Verse 4, because Peter's going to explain it to us. Whiles it remained, was it not thine own? It belonged to you. God didn't say you had to sell it. And after it was sold, was it not thine own power? If you sold it, once you sold it, the money was yours. It belonged to you. Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. So, what it was, was that they had decided as a group of believers that they were going to sell their possessions and they were going to give the money to the church. And so, so the church could help, help the other people, the poor within the group, and they would have food to eat, so everybody would have food, they could do the works of the kingdom, and they could continue to be a group. And so that was it, so that they could help each other, you know. And what had happened is that, as you can see, they sold the possession and they didn't have to give it to the apostles. It wasn't a law, you know. It was, it was just something that they came up with as a group, Okay. And so this is important to understand for two reasons. Are you prepared? The devil can get you deceived, and he can trick you. So first of all, the first part of this is the group decided to sell their possessions and give it to the leaders of the group, which of course were the apostles, and the apostles divided it up as they saw fit. So if you have a possession you want to sell it, give the proceeds to the leaders, that's great. Okay? That's fine. Okay? And that's what Ananias did. But he didn't do it truthfully. You understand? He didn't have to. He could have sold his possession. He could have even kept the money from his possession. Okay? But he, instead, he decided that he was going to lie and say to the apostles, this is all the money we got for our possession. You understand? That's the lie. It wasn't the amount of money. It was that they said this was all we got. They didn't have to give all they got. But they lied and said they gave all that they got for the possession. Do you understand the difference? So, if you're going to go along with what the um, group says, then that's fine. But don't lie, because that's what Satan gets you. He's getting you to lie. Say, oh, well, I sold it for $100, but you really sold it for $200. But you tell... Peter, I only sold it for $100. Here's the $100. But you kept 100 for yourself. You see, you lied. 
he could have said, you know, I sold it for $200, I'm giving you 100 He could have done that. Like Peter said, it was yours. You could do with it what you want to. The point is, as a saint, as a believer, lying is a sin. There's no reason to lie, okay? That was a lie that they were doing towards the leaders, towards God, and they were lying, okay? And Satan was deceiving them, saying, oh, it's okay. You can keep your money. Keep part of the money and just only give them pot. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. You know, that. Okay, that's the first part. You understand? So if the group decides they want to do something and you go along and want to do the same thing, that's great. You have that freedom to do that. Now, the second part of this is that if your group decides to do something and you don't want to do what they're um, wanting to do, you don't have to. Okay, just because the group tells you to do something doesn't mean that you have to do it. See, Peter tells you, while it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? So, see, Peter's letting us know. Yeah, everybody in the group decided to sell their possessions so that the group would have money to survive on, to do the works of the kingdom. But guess what? If you had a possession, you wanted to sell it, you didn't want to give it to the group, that's fine. You didn't have to do what the group did. Okay? So understand that when you're a part of a group and your group requires you to do things as being part of that group, whatever it may be, and they're not, you have no free choice, bondage. Get out of bondage. You're not in bondage. We're not a part of bondage. God doesn't work that way. Christians aren't to be uh, treated that way. So, as we can see here, Ananias and his wife, um, Sophia, or, or Sapphariah, I should say, were not prepared, and Satan deceived them. And what happened? Verse 5, And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost. And great fear came on all them that heard these things. Don't lie. Don't listen to Satan. He can test you and he can get you to do what God doesn't want you to do. All right? And, of course, his wife died also. Do you understand? So, remember, are you prepared for the testing? Jesus showed us, okay? Jesus showed us how to deal with the testings of Satan. You don't bring him into conversation with you. You don't argue with him. You just tell the truth, and you show the truth. And at a certain point, when he's trying to get you to do what's wrong, that's it. You tell him what's true, and you stop your interaction. You don't 
bother with him anymore. Are you prepared? A lot of people think they're prepared, but Satan is allowed to test us. And some people, Christians, are under the false impression that Satan is not allowed to test us as saints, which is absolutely nonsense. Yes, Jesus did win against Satan, but Satan is still allowed to test us. And does not the Bible say that Satan as a roaring lion goes around trying to find people to destroy? Of course he does. That's the way Satan is. So don't think that you're not going to be tested. So do as Jesus told us to do. And be prepared to come up against the testing. There's all different types of testing. And it has to do with us individually. Okay. Satan knows what it is that you want, need, and desire. Okay? Until next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.